I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. Well, we're going to try this. I don't know how this is going to work for all of you people that are tuning in now. If you're listening to the live version on Twitch, you're probably mad because it's a little bit late. That's all right. We're here. We're going to make it. But if you notice, it's just me so far. And we're going to have to figure out how this is doing as, as it seems to be the way that it normally works pretty much like clockwork they say a broken clock is right twice a day and also chris's internet seems to crap out once a week specifically and it's right about the time that we start to go so we're gonna figure it out we're gonna we're gonna figure out how all this is gonna go And uh, I kind of want to, I won't say uh, somebody needs to pay their internet bill, but somebody needs to pay their internet bill. And so we're just going to roll with it. Uh, We're going to get them on the phone here in a second. And we're just going to go a little old school with it. But uh, let me see. I don't know if I can do it with the music, but we're going to try it. We're going to just try this. Because why not? going to scroll here. Let's see if it, if it shuts the music, if it shuts the intro music off. I'm sorry, because I know how everybody loves the intro music. But, uh, let's see. Oh, it did. I'm sorry, everybody. Can't get your Wu-Tang fix. So we're going to, we're going to call also Chris in on the show and see if we can't get him on the horn here for the live broadcast. I'm so pissed right now. There he is. There he is. So fucking pissed right now. Well, this wouldn't happen if you would just pay your internet bill like everybody else. I'm about to stop paying my internet bill. <laughs> like, yeah, this this wouldn't happen. See, bills, unlike pants, are not suggestions. Yeah, you got to pay those, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. You got to shitty internet company that we're blaming somebody else for. We've already talked about that, so we won't bring that up, but we're just going to roll with it and see how it goes, man. We're just going to do okay. the best we can. We're going to keep on rolling, as they say. Uh, as as Fred Durst would say, we're going to do what? Keep on rolling, baby. That's right. Just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> what? Uh, as the intro suggested and said, I am Chris. I am also Chris, See, and I am still really pissed off. <laughs> See, we're going to adapt and overcome, man. We're going to do gonna this. Try. We're going to try it. Anyway. That's, that's all we can do is try. And together we are your favorite podcast's favorite podcast, the number one highest rated TN2M show on the entire Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network. Even when we show up late, the party doesn't start till we get here. We are your friends with benefits, baby. And that's just how it is. And I got I to gotta give everybody a special thank you. Uh, because you had a post that uh, I want to address also in a second. Okay. Um, but before we get there, it, t- it kind of ties in. Because I want to send a, a thank you to everybody who made last week's episode the highest rated episode that we've had since September. So we had, uh, you know, we, we had a, a massive outpouring of people that, that uh, downloaded and listened to last week's episode. So thank you to most of them. And we appreciate most of them for doing that. That was real nice. And because, yeah, we've, we've been having some good numbers with the, you know, we did an entire month long 
celebration, uh, salute to Halloween. And, uh, you know, that went really well. And then out of nowhere last week, everybody just showed up en masse and, uh, made last week's episode the highest rated, uh, most downloaded episode that we've had in two months. So, and beat everything in October, beat everything in November. So thank you, most of you. <laughs> and then you, you had a post that shocked me that said that you people have been sending you screenshots of their, um, uh, is it, was it their Spotify wrapped that uh, showed yeah, the, the Spotify wrapped? Yeah. That showed uh, that your FWB podcast was, in a lot of people's most listened to podcast of the year. So that's pretty awesome. That's, that's pretty humbling to know that people are wasting their lives listening to, to us talk about stupid stuff and just kind of shoot the shit and change the world. So it's what we do. We try, you know, so no, it, it was awesome to, uh, to, to see that. Uh, and, and know that there are people that are, you know, listening to us frequently enough that it shows up on their most listened to podcast lists at the end of the year. So that's, that's pretty awesome. So, uh, we thank most of you for that. Only most of you. Yeah. Some of you, we just cannot stand and you know who you are. And if you think it's, if you think we're talking about you, we probably are. That's just the good rule of thumb. Like, if you think it's about you, it probably is. That guilty conscience is going to get you. So, um, we hope that uh, all of those people uh, that support the show uh, will come out uh, in January when we have our crazy live show. Man, let me tell you, I was uh, compiling some stuff for the live show for the January 14th, Friday night, January 14th live show. Got to the, uh, got to the installment of, of jail mail that we're going to be reading. <laughs> like it's, it's disturbing. Like it is disturbing. Like it's unsettlingly weird. And I, I don't know if when I get done reading it, you're going to say that we're going to have to kill the jail mail bit. We might have to kill it because it might be too much. I don't know. It's a lot. It's like th- it, it's a long one too. It's it's it, it, I saved it specifically for the live shows because I knew number one that it's 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 pretty extreme. It's pretty out there. But number two, dude, it's like it's it's like two. It's almost three pages. It's like it's over two pages long. Jesus. The best part is you have to practice reading that so you don't stumble on it when we're live. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's creepy. Like it's weird. And so what I'm going to do is so everybody can see what it looks like when I'm like I'm going to go into the the email and I'm just going to hit file print. So it's going to print out like the heading and all that all that stuff so you can see what happens uh, when we when when I print out a a correspondence uh, jail mail. <laughs> And it's, it's, yeah, some people are probably not going to really like it because it's, it's a bit much, but got to do it, got to do it. So, uh, we have this week and then we'll be live again for a standard episode next week. And then we're taking a few weeks off for holiday break, but we'll be back. We'll be back in a little bit, uh, ahead of the live show so that we give you all the information on that. We'll be making posts like when tickets go on sale and all that stuff. So you know where to get all that stuff and we'll be doing non regular episodes while we're gone. So it's, it's just going to be a little bit different for a few weeks, but oh yeah, we'll have some stuff for you. Yeah. But we got this week and next week for regular episodes. And then we'll be taking um, a hiatus for a few weeks to kind of enjoy the holidays and kind of relax a little bit. So, um, but no, I just wanted, I wanted to share the, the great news about our, improved not improved but yeah i mean improved it's not like they were bad but like even more even better uh ratings last week with the crazy high numbers so i love it i and we appreciate most of you yeah most most of you as as the twitter post said uh to from the official page from your 
the quote tweet on your tweet. It was, we heart most of our <laughs> listeners. And that's it. Just most of you. Not all of you. Select few of you in the inner circle. So. But man... It's uh, it's it's now officially you know Thanksgiving's over and it's we are just racing towards Christmas, and yeah, and uh, you know it's it's getting it it it's, seems like uh, there's no slowing down and I I did something for you because you know I'm I'm one of those people now that uh, I can wait a little bit longer to do all my Christmas shopping because I just Amazon everything you know I order everything online and you know they ship it in two days and it's fine. Uh, but I stumbled on something, and I thought it would be really fun for us to do. Uh, if you've got the the Amazon app on your okay. phone, and because you know, I can try it. Sometimes you know, I go back and I look at um, you know, like oh, you know, I ordered that you know a month ago. I ordered that you know six months ago, or uh, you know, when I'm ordering stuff for like the live show. Uh, someone was asking about the microphones that we use, and I had ordered those on Amazon, so I pulled that up from a couple years ago. But uh, one thing that I, I, I never did until last week is I thought, hey, you know, it would be really funny. What's the first thing that I ever ordered on Amazon? And I went back, oh and, and I looked, right? like Because Amazon, you know, they keep track of every single order that you've ever done. So when I go to my Amazon app, the first year that I ordered something, by the way, like we're not even going to talk about like what I ordered yet. My orders go back to 2005. Oh God. Was the first time I ordered something on Amazon. I'm sure I've used different emails and that sort of thing. So let me, uh, uh, Let me see how far back this goes. August twentieth, two thousand five, uh, and actually it was it was July twelfth. The return window was August twentieth. July twelfth, two thousand five, was the first order that I made on Amazon. I ordered way way too much shit on Amazon. Yeah. Um, Why is it only going back to June of twenty twenty one? Yeah, if you go to orders and then you hit filter on the side. You scroll all the way down, and it will it will divide it out by year. And, okay. Okay. And yeah, mine goes mine goes back to 05, July of 05. And uh, yeah, it, it's just kind of funny to see like what was I using Amazon for at the time, and and going back and looking at some of the things that I I had ordered, and. Um, how often like because like now i order from amazon like at least once a week i'm ordering something from amazon but like back then you know i i ordered something like maybe once every couple months or once every six months like i didn't order much of anything at all back then and it's just it's interesting to see how it changes uh oh yeah but uh do you, do you have your the, the date of your first amazon order on that account on that account, November twenty third, two thousand and twelve. Okay, okay. Two thousand twelve. All right. Uh, what was the first thing that you ordered? Uh, Walking Dead Compendium Two, uh, <laughs> the trade paperback. Wow. Okay. It, it, it wasn't even for me. It was for. It was a gift for a friend. Wow. So uh, we. It's it's actually kind of like it, you're gonna laugh at this. Because okay. our our orders are not that dissimilar. Okay. So my first order from Amazon, July twelfth of two thousand five, was uh, it was th- uh, two books. It was a Nightmare on Elm Street number two, Dream Spawn. From when they did the the paperbacks of they did like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, and Jason X uh, paperback novels. Oh yeah, and they so one of the Nightmare on Elm Street ones and the Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. 
I have that. I still think I have that from like back in the day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mine's in a box somewhere. But like, yeah, that was literally the first. That was part of my first Amazon. We both ordered zombie books, zombie related books for our first (laughs) Amazon order. Just that many years apart. That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, like my first, my first few orders are, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street book and the zombie survival guide book. Um, the Jason X book, uh, for some reason I ordered the Nightmare on Elm Street book again. So I, I ordered it also in December of 2005. So I ordered two copies of it in the same year. I don't know why. Uh, and then, uh, into 06. I think it's more more books like that. Um, yeah, a, one of the Friday the Thirteenth books, uh, the Ultimates Volume One hardcover, um, a bunch of DVDs. Uh, so that yeah, that's when like I started. I like '06 was when it really started to pick up. Like I started ordering a bunch of DVDs and CDs and stuff. Um, uh, 2013 kind of seems to be that way for me, but it's like. It went from, like, I didn't order anything from, like, June until October. Okay, yeah, so you just had, like, that a little drought there. I think okay. 2014 is when it really, really picks up well, on this account. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, there's... Okay, that's, that's bullshit. There's no way I didn't order from Amazon in 2014. <laughs> Everybody ordered from Amazon in 2014. Yeah, that was... There, there came a point where, like... I was ordering a bunch of DVDs and then like all of a sudden it just switches to Blu-rays and I never order another DVD again. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this isn't something's fucked up here. Cause it's telling me there's nothing from 2014 or 2015. And I know just know that is factually. <laughs> not true. I wish it totaled like how many orders I've completely made in my Amazon. See, Cause I lucked out. And I got like a really, a really easy email address that I'm I'm probably never gonna change. Yeah. And like I feel so bad for kids that are now trying to to get email addresses where they have to have like, you know, Todd Smith and then like sixty five numbers because every everybody has all the rest of them. Like mm-hmm. Fart Ninja, and then you have to have like sixty-five thousand numbers because Fart Ninjas one through one billion are already taken. Yeah, same. And, and uh, but but like back, we'll see. We had the the benefit of you know all of the email addresses were open, and like all the Twitter handles were open, so we could get you know what we wanted. And now you have to have a bunch of real a bunch of crap. You have to figure out where you're going to put like the dot. Or, or like how you're going to misspell something so that, you know, you can get kind of the name you want. You use a one as an L and that dumb crap that people that kids yeah. have to do now. So I'm looking at 2016 and no joke in 2016, I, um, I ordered nothing but Blu-rays with the exception of like two items. That's that's awesome. I'm I'm proud of you for ordering that many Blu-rays. As a Blu-ray connoisseur, uh, I'm I'm proud of you for ordering that many. I don't know how many of these I still own, but <laughs> well, we all go through that. You know, you you buy and sell, and yeah. you know, you buy something because you think it's going to be awesome, and then you watch it and it's awful, and or you oh, just God, you yeah. just don't watch it as much as, uh, or like I fell into the trap. There were several years where I fell into the trap of like. Uh, all of the Black Friday sales. So you buy like, you know, you buy just anything that you might even be remotely interested in because, oh, you know, it's on sale for six bucks. It's on sale for four bucks. Let's just buy it and see what, you know, see how it is. And then you realize it's it's awful and it was $4 for a reason. So then you just get rid of it. So that used to be like, I, I used to do that basically every year is I would basically, my collection would binge in it, like right after uh, for for Black Friday, and then I just purge everything at the end of the year because I would have gone through everything, and I knew what I was going to watch again and should keep, and versus the stuff that I could just get rid of. 
No, buddy. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I'm just kind of like going back year by year now, just kind of looking at like. It's fun. A lot of of movies. Yeah. A lot. And I mean, a lot of movies. It's fun to go back and look at all the stuff that you bought and you're like, ooh, like, why'd I buy that? Or, Or, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 Seeing all your orders. Like, I spent way too much time just going back through all my Amazon orders year by year. Just because it's fun, <laughs> but also uh, sad. Oh, that movie was garbage. Because you know, you know how I I got on that was because uh, there was a website that I used to use uh, to buy like board games and card games. It was like a, it was this marketplace where like you could upload your game and then people could buy it. Mm-hmm. And it's where I originally found one of our favorite games of all time, Porn the Game. So much fun. Uh, And did I tell you about Porn the Game, by the way? Uh Uh-uh. So, Porn the Game, here's, here's, uh, I'm I'm, I'm about to bring you down today. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to make you sad. Uh Uh-oh. Because Porn the Game is, you know, you and I know, it's one of the best party games ever like ever made it's so much fun if you think cards against humanity is as good as party games get i got news for you that game old news compared to porn the game support the game was um you know we we were um you know huge fans of it and they have like they're gone like you can't buy it anymore their social media is gone uh, like there's like, like there's no trace basically that they ever existed. Huh. So like, if you were going right now to buy a copy of porn, the game, you can't like it's, huh? it's gone. So weird. yeah. So like their, their, their Twitter's gone. Uh, they had a Reddit account. I tried to look that up. It's gone. Uh, like they have basically been scrubbed off of the internet. Wonder what happened. I have no idea, and it makes me sad. Like because the guy that ran it was super cool. Like he, uh, we had a a pretty good relationship with him, and like he he said, like literally, I messaged him just one day randomly, way back when, and um, I was just like, man, I love the game, blah blah blah, like all this stuff, and like he sent me. A copy of like the like the the the, the super edition that uh, they, oh, they they had one that was like it was, it was like the hol they called it the holiday bundle and they only it was only ever for sale on holidays like you couldn't go on just like a normal Wednesday and get it like it had to be a, a specific holiday it, it was just so really weird they added like a couple extra cards and and some stuff but. So he's like, yeah, man, I'll send you one. You know, it, it's cool, like, blah, blah, blah. And and so I like I, I have it, and I'm like, man, because what, what I was going to do is I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I, ne- I, like, I need to get another copy of it just in case something happens to the one that I've got. Because, um, you know, I had brought it last time that we... Um, that for, uh, for ScaryCon, I brought it up and we yeah. played. We played one, and I was like... Man, like I forgot how much fun this game was. I need to get another one just to have it, just in case something happens to it. And I went to go look for it, couldn't find it. So I went into that into my account, and I went back through all my orders, and I found it. And then when you click on it to go to the product page, it just says not found. And so you can't search for it. You can't go to the direct product page. And so it's it's gone. And so that's how that whole Amazon thing started was um, I was going back through my account on the board game site and the card game site uh, to look at my previous orders and to try and get a copy, another copy of Porn the Game. But, like, so the copies that are out there, that's all that there is. Huh. So just what a weird mystery. And we won't talk about what comes up when you Google Porn the Game. Uh, I'm sure it's probably nothing good. Um but yeah, the site that it used to be on was the Game Crafter, and like it's a super. The Game Crafter is a cool site because it lets anybody upload their own game 
and then they print it to order when someone buys it. Uh, so it oh, gives... yeah, they. Uh, I, I found a link on Board Game Geek, and when you take it to, there's a button that says buy. Nothing comes up. Yeah, yeah, like you can't get it anymore. So uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get another copy of it, but uh, um, yeah, and now they're uh, they're they're collectors' items because they're they're no more because you can't you can't get them. So just I I I, I forgot. Yeah, I I didn't remember if I had told you or not, but uh, sad. Yeah. Sad times. And nothing comes up on Mercari. You can't buy it. We've got I've got one for sale that's four hundred dollars if you want to buy it right now. <laughs> I will sell you my copy of Porn the It's basically think of think of Porn the Game. The best way that I can describe it is it's like Uno, where you're trying to get rid of all your cards, but every card has like something you need to do on it. And the what like there it's all like Elements of other games. So, like, there's one that's like play rock, paper, scissors with someone. There's one that's like there's a truth or dare card. There's, you know, name uh, porn movie parody titles uh, going around. Like, there's there's like just a bunch of game, like, like a bunch of like mini games that you play to get rid of your cards. And whoever gets rid of their cards first wins. But each card has like a vintage porn picture on it and is like named after it, it, it's got some dirty name to it. And it, 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 it's, it's so funny. Like the game's hilarious. There's one that's like, uh, for a, a turn around, uh, around the board until everybody takes a turn. Like men have to talk like women and women have to talk like men. There's one that's like, yeah, you make someone speak like a character. Um, which people have tried several times on you and I, yeah. and it's the same character, and you yeah. and I both just don't speak. Yeah, like, uh, there's there's one character in particular that I will not do, uh, and if you know me, if you know, you know, and I won't do it. And if if you try and make me do it, and you think you got to one up me, I just don't, I just don't talk. And now yours isn't the one that everyone else denies doing. Yours isn't Jar Jar, right? No, no, no. Jar Jar is like the one when you want to punish somebody. Yeah. You pick Jar Jar Binks. There's one specifically that people try and pick for me that I won't do. Because I find it offensive. To me as a person. Well, I remember I got you to um, imitate someone the very first time we ever played. And it was really funny. But... Yeah, we yeah. won't name you. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, I remember that, and I remember um, because I remember what happened at the very end. What I did at the very, very end. Oh yeah, which was you know the 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 the, the go home part uh, was <laughs> I had to I had to do, <laughs> uh, and I, I've got that in my back pocket. If anybody calls me out for that one again, uh, I'm ready. But we need to what we need to do we need to start doing is we need to. Um, Start bringing that along with our uh, appearances and stuff, and playing that with people. Oh God, yes! Because that game is so much fun, and I don't play it enough. So it's a good one. It's also a great way to uh, name your fantasy football team is you just pick out two cards at random, <laughs> and you make the two names uh, into a team name. It's pretty perfect. But, uh, yeah, if you can ever find any information on porn the game, like, read about it, it's pretty awesome. Uh, but you can't buy it now, which sucks, which means the only way you can play it is if you come see us and play with us. What we're going to have to do is uh, for, for... Oh, dude, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. What we're going to do is okay. one, one night for LexCon... In March, one night, what we'll do is we will we'll pick a a bar or we'll pick like somewhere to go, and we'll play with whoever wants to to show up and play. I'm in for that. Like we'll find whether I don't know. I, we might have to like contact somebody and be like, "Hey, we're gonna show up and play this game. Like, don't kick us out." Uh, but how fun would that be? Like, we go somewhere, we have a few drinks, and play porn the game 
like I'll put them in like the card sleeves so it won't be like super offensive. Um, you know, like if, if you're not playing, then you won't see a lot of it. Um, yeah, but, you know, we'll, 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 anyone who joins us will, will maybe be like, Hey, these, these cards are very not safe for work. Yeah. There's a bunch of boobies and wieners on them. So if you want to, if you want to play, know what you're getting into. It's a very much a 21 and over game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would be awesome. We'll have uh whoa oh oh man, okay, okay. We might we might we might we might just have to do that in January after the live show, depending on I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look at schedules. I don't know. Either January or March for sure, one of those two will do a uh pour in the game. Play play pour in the game with your friends with benefits night that's the that's what we'll do we'll put it on the post but put it on put that shit on a poster because that would be awesome that'd be god that'd be amazing be fun as shit man we got to do this but yeah uh but no yeah it, it's just it's sad because uh you know you can't buy extra copies of the game because it's not for sale anymore so I don't know if I don't know if eBay has rules against that. I don't know if like there's I don't know if you can find it on Amazon. But yeah, like like literally just to get back around was I was going through my my purchase history on the Game Crafter, and I was like, huh, I wonder how far back my Amazon order history goes. And, oh yeah, it goes back to '05. So goes back real far. Yeah. So I just thought it would be fun for us to go through some of the, our. Uh, like what's your first what's your first Amazon purchase and how long have you been purchasing have you been buying shit on Amazon? Um, because yeah, apparently I bought of my first four orders, two of them are the same book twice. So apparently I really liked that Nightmare on Elm Street book. I wonder if the same thing, because I was looking at mine, and once I uh, it has me ordering the same season of Community on DVD twice, huh. but one was an old address, so I wonder if that uh, happened to you, too. Let me see. I wonder. I, I bet you I can pull up the... Um, and let's see. Let's see. Go to my Amazon and we'll go back to because uh, I wonder if it's like two separate orders, like order numbers and all that stuff. All right, so December thirtieth, view my order details. Let's see how much I paid for it. Paid seven ninety nine for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I shipped it to shipped it to my parents' house in Maine. Okay, and then the first one I ever did. I shipped it also to my parents' house in Maine. I have no idea what the hell is wrong with me. I literally bought the same book like four months apart. <laughs> I'm sure what I did, I'm sure I thought it was one of the other books in the series and just did it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's not the one I have. And then I looked over and I was probably like, well, shit. I did that. I just bought the same book twice. But now now what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to go read it because I still have all those books. I'm going to have to go read it and see if it was worth buying twice. I'll give you my report. Yeah, works for me. Works for me. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, so uh, I just thought that would be fun uh, since we all buy so much stuff on Amazon that uh, since pretty much everyone does. Yeah. Now I want to know what everybody else's uh, reply to uh, this, you know, comment on this episode post and tell us what your first Amazon purchase was. Like, what was the first thing that you bought on Amazon and when, like what year? Oh, yeah. Reply to us in the comments yeah. when on both of our Twitter accounts, email us, you know, whatever. Yeah, because we'll post, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about some of the best ones next week. Um, 
when we have our um, Festivus episode where we air our grievances against all of our listeners. Just kidding. We can't have a four-hour episode. This is a nerd alert. (laughs) Please. We have better shit to do than sit here for more than an hour and talk to you people. That's true. (laughs) Very, 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 very true. Yeah. Uh, So I've been continuing my Monday Night Raw 1999 Uh uh, experiment, and I'm about. I, I feel like I'm about to stop. I feel like I have to stop. Okay. Because I'm into, I'm going to tell you this, and you're going to know exactly why I'm going to have to stop. Because I'm into the second week of May, 1999. Nope. And, like, I just, every, everything, now I just have this, like, this dread every Monday Night Raw. It's just like I don't uh, I don't want to keep going. Like I yeah. I don't want to keep going. Uh but it was interesting. I forgot completely that uh when I cuz I'm into May, but when I finished April uh April 26th was the last one in April. That's my birthday. And they yeah, Aprilish. Um that's your <laughs> birthday. Um they uh, they started with the uh, the crawl about Columbine. Oh yeah, and I had forgotten about that. And my favorite part about it was like they start the episode where they're like they have the crawl where it's like you know we're we're you know deeply saddened about this tragedy. You know we here at the World Wrestling Federation, you know we firmly believe that violence is not the answer, and this and that. And that episode ends with Steve Austin just beating the shit out of everybody with a steel chair. Like, like he he hits he cracks every single person in the head like at least twice. Because it's that episode where um, uh, the Undertaker's trying to marry Stephanie. This shit sounds so weird to people who don't. Oh yeah, where he's trying like, to make her his, uh, his 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 like his child bride, basically. Yeah, <laughs> and like he's got her up on the on the cross, like on the Undertaker symbol. It's not a cross, the Undertaker symbol, and uh, he's like marry, like he's trying to marry her, and then uh, Steve Austin comes out with a chair and just like beats the ever loving piss out of everybody, and so like I and it was it was like I enjoyed it so much that like I rewound that part and watched it again. Uh, because it was awesome, but I'm like, they literally spent the first like 60 seconds of that show being, uh, you know, sending the message of violence isn't the answer. Talk it out. They had a line that was like, we look forward to being part of the conversation to end end you know, this once and for all. And like, you know, you know, put all this behind us and all this and that. And I'm like, well, here we are. 22 years later and that shit's still happening but that's not what this show is about but but yeah it, it, it starts out where it's like yeah like you know we're we're, we're against violence like violence is not the answer to your problems and then here comes steve austin with a friggin uh steel chair uh beating the piss out of uh friggin midian with uh the the steel chair cracks him in the head like twice hits him with the stunner you know, and, and, and everybody goes home happy, but yeah, just what a weird start and finish to that episode of Monday Night Raw. You, my friend, are not incorrect. <laughs> it was just weird. Like, it's it's just weird. Like, it's a weird, weird episode, and I wish I, wish I had uh, the YouTube's app. I don't think I have it on here, because uh, I was like, I wonder if... I wonder if uh, I could pull up. I wonder if that clip is on the YouTube's where, yeah, like he does, dude. But of course, now they edit out chair shots to the head in like classic clips. Uh, they uh, they they edit it out. They edit it out all the time. Uh, let's see, Austin saves. Stephanie. I wonder if I could just find this clip. Oh my gosh, it's on here. All right, hold on. 
There's an ad first. I gotta, gotta <laughs> shut this ad off. There's a TikTok ad. Okay. Um, oh, there's the, the ministry music. That's pretty cool. All right. So we'll skip ahead to the part where. Yeah, they're, they're like because like all the other people like come out and they're like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna stop. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. He's like, oh, God, another ad. Fucking hate YouTube. Garbage. I used to have the uh, the the cracked version of YouTube on here, um, but it doesn't work anymore. So I need to, when I upgrade my phone next week, I need to change it. Uh, put the other one in because they put so many ads in here. And by the way, if you're a company. And you're listening, you know, every, cause I know every company is, uh, Obviously. the fastest way for me to not buy your product is to make your ad unskippable. If you let yeah. me, if you let me skip your ad, I would at least entertain, I'll be like, Oh, you're not so bad, but also, uh, fire stick, yeah. fix your shit. Like, cause if I watch YouTube on my PS five, I'll get maybe one or two ads a video, regardless of what the video is. Yeah. On if I watch it on my Fire Stick, I get two unskippable ads every three to five minutes. I hate that shit. Yeah, uh, it's it's that's not okay. Uh, so yeah, if if you if you're a business and you have an unskippable ad, it is the fastest way that I I will say I'm not buying your your product because literally, like I was looking at um you know if there were any other cell phone plan options that might be a saving a savings for me mm-hmm. and uh you know i was like oh yeah there, there's mint mobile with my boy ryan reynolds but you got to pay by the gig for data and i use way too much data for that uh, yep. and then i'm like oh well google has google fi and then they started running all these unskippable ads and i was like i don't even give a shit if i only have to pay like two dollars a month for that shit. i'm not doing it out of principle now so that's how petty I am. Um, all right, let's see here. Hold on a second. Let's see. Here. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here he comes. He's gonna whoop that ass. He already ran over Midian. Now he's punching the Undertaker in the face. Oh, Midian's back. Oh, oh. Now he's punching. Oh, 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 stunner on Midian. And now he's got the chair. There's one. There's two. Oh, he's going outside. Oh, he just hit Viscera in the face. Oh, Midian's up again. Oh, God. Violence isn't the answer, kids. Violence is never the answer. Violence is not the answer after you just heard him beat the shit out of everybody with a steel chair. And now you gotta hit that music because that's how you send them home. Oh my god. There it is. Oh. So yeah, they, they, they say violence isn't the answer and then he runs out. They didn't edit that out. That's on the official WWE channel and they didn't edit out him beating everybody with a chair. I'm I'm surprised by that. I am very surprised. But uh yeah, for some reason uh James E. Cornette was doing commentary that night. Not a fan. But it made me also realize that I gotta go ahead and say Stone Cold Stunner one of the best finishing moves of all time. Oh absolutely. Uh Stone Cold Stunner um and it kind of begs the question. We we used to do, we used to do the uh, a, a segment on here, on the show, the Mount Rushmore of, where we did, you know, we we picked a different topic, uh, you know, every couple weeks, and we would do the Mount Rushmore of, and we haven't done that in a while. So how about we do the Mount Rushmore of uh, wrestling finishing moves real quick before we head out of here? Oh, buddy, definitely into that. All right. Well, do you want to start since yeah, you already yeah, yeah. named your first one? I'll, I'll, I'll name number one uh, Stone Cold Stunner. All right. Steve Austin. One of the most protected finishing moves of all time, by the way. But uh, uh, yep. yeah, yeah. Stone Cold Stunner uh, on my Mount Rushmore for sure. 
Um, my first one obviously has to go to my favorite wrestler of all time, The Undertaker, with the, oh. the Tombstone Pile <laughs> Driver. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, often imitated, uh, but the way that The Undertaker does a tombstone, fantastic. Oh, God, choice. It's the best. Uh, also very protected. Um, uh, my second pick will be, uh, you know where I'm going, obviously. Yep. Uh, now, uh, at one point, was a, a an A-tier finishing move. Now, everybody uses it as a setup move or a just a regular move. But the Shawn Michaels sweet chin music has oh, to be God, up there. Yes. Has to be on that Mount Rushmore. And the only person to do it even close as good to Shawn Michaels is not the Young Bucks or the Usos. No. It's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that is very true. Also, underrated super kick. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Hurricane Helms. Oh, God, yeah. Underrated super kicker. Super kicker? Absolutely. Just super kicker a word? I don't know. Uh, for my number two, whatever you want to call it, um, the Diamond Cutter, the RKO, yeah. the 3D, because um, the 3D is basically just an elevated Diamond Cutter or RKO. It's been That's done true. by, you know, the Dudley Boys, Randy Orton, Diamond Dallas Page are probably the three that have most famously used it. Um, and it's just, it's such a good looking move. Yeah, uh, also for a while, uh, before he switched to the pedigree, Triple H used uh, the cutter. As I a, forgot about as that. A he did, didn't yeah, he? he sure did. He did. Um, oh, again, something that's being way, way, way too overused on the indie scene. Yeah. But um, then, uh, but um, when it's done well, that clip of Lesnar cutting the promo on, or Heyman with Lesnar in the ring cutting that promo on Orton before their SummerSlam match, talking about you're never going to hit an RKO out of nowhere on Brock Lesnar, and then of yeah. course you just hear the crowd start cheering because Randy comes to the crowds is one of my favorites. But the one that's the coolest is uh, Evan Bourne going up yeah. for the Airborne. That was at Rupp Arena. I was in the crowd for that. That was a great. That, that was a that. The timing on that, that one, and the uh, the stomp into yeah. the RKO. Uh, the stomp into the RKO was crazy because I think you've said this before. Yeah, Orton didn't want to do it. Yep. So and he I called believe, it on the fly. I believe uh, wasn't it something where uh, I had heard. I don't know if this is true. Or not, I had heard that they had practiced it before and it, it didn't work. And maybe. And like they had practiced it like two or three or four times, and it didn't work any time, and uh, so they weren't going to do it. And then they decided, you know, on the fly to do it, and it it hit, and it was perfect, and uh, it looked. I don't know if majestic is the right word, but it feels right. <laughs> majestic just feels right. Um, all right, I'm going to save my goofy one for the end. Okay. Because I've got I've got one that's stupid that um you're gonna you're gonna be like that's about as dumb as anything I've ever heard uh, <laughs> and I'm okay with it uh, but when you're talking about finishing moves and um, you know iconic match ending moves. I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch the definition a little bit, and I'm gonna include a hold. Okay. Because I'm going to I'm going to put the figure four leg lock in my in my list on my Mount Rushmore of finishing moves. Good choice. Used by many to win. I, I would like to know. What move has won the most world championships? Because I feel like the figure four is up there. I think like the figure four and the AA definitely have to be in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, surprisingly, probably the F5 is up there too, because Brian Cage used that in Impact. And he was like a wow. three-time yeah. world champion there. 
Because, like, um, for a while, like, Dusty Rhodes used the figure four. Uh, Flair used it, uh, of course. But, like, uh, the yeah, figure four is one of those that, like, you know, so many people used it. Like, so many top-tier guys used it in that era. So, I don't know. Uh, but I feel like that one's up there. That one's in the conversation of moves that have won the most world championships. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, going with a classic, and I really can genuinely say I think only two people have done this move really well. Uh, there are a couple indie guys that can pull it off now and do it pretty well. But actually, I can think of three that have done it really well now. The The Frog Splash. Okay. All right. Leave it. Leave it to RVD, Eddie Guerrero, yeah. and obviously my boy with the, uh, the also known as the Lowdown. Thank you. I was about to say you better be saying D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown, baby. There's um, who was I? Uh, oh, credit to where it's a due. Montez Ford gets air when he does one. Now I haven't seen him. So, um, he's one of the Street Profits. Okay. Uh, and Ricky Shane Page of all people, independent wrestler, dude's okay. like six three, six four, and like two ninety. Does a pretty good frog splash. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. For I, I, I was waiting for you to say former Maine Black Bear, D'Lo Brown, <laughs> certified public accountant, D'Lo Brown. Like yeah, oh what. Dude, I'm a dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he he was a it, in the Attitude Era. He was a certified public accountant. Like yeah. as a storyline, or like no, legit? like 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 legitimately, like he went to school for accounting, became a CPA, and then like wrestled. So no, like like legit, like he could do your taxes because he was a CPA. I don't know if he still is now, but uh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, he was. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a D-Lo Brown fan, man. Love me some D-Lo. Uh, Bring us home. All right. I'm going to do one that is uh, goofy as shit because uh, I don't want to incur your wrath and say the, the atomic leg drop. So I won't do that. Fuck Hulk Hogan. But I've got one that is... As entertaining as it is completely and totally ineffective, <laughs> it's, it is it, it is quite possibly one of the dumbest wrestling finishing moves in the history of the industry. This is going one of two ways. But my, I think I know which way it's going. But my God, it's fun to watch. And, okay. and from my boy, like from... A guy shares my home state. W O R M, baby, it's the worm. Scotty too hotty, my boy. Scotty too hotty, the worm. Like a, it might be dumber than the people's elbow, as far as like move wise goes. If, if you're if you're looking at wrestling from a standpoint of he's trying to win that fight. The worm is like the dumbest possible move you could ever do. It's it's so stupid, but my god, it, it's so fun when he does the, the 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 little the the bulldog, and then the guy like hits the hits his face, and then immediately falls over on his back, and he has that look on his face. Dude, try not to pop for that. You can't. You can't. And now he's a free agent. He's he's doing all kinds of independent shows. So you have a chance to see Scotty's worm in person now. I don't like that wording. You know that's why I say it. I know. I know. I know. You know that's why I say it. Yeah. So the worm is my my fourth uh, Mount Rushmore wrestling finishing move. Not for its effectiveness, just purely out of fun. That's fair. Uh, my last one's kind of a cheat because it's technically two moves, but they're pretty much the same fucking thing. So I'm going to count it as one. All right. Uh, it's also a submission move and has been used by a wide variety of people. 
Um, it's been called a few separate things, but the two main names it goes by are either the Rings of Saturn. Ooh, okay. Or the Crossface. Because it's pretty much the same move. Yeah, just yeah, there's... Yeah. It's just, it's literally which way you're, like, how you want to do it with, this is going to sound weird, how you want to, like, basically use your body, because the only difference is, in the rings of Saturn, you're putting their arm behind your head. Yeah, That's yeah. That's the only difference. That's true, yeah, you're just pulling back on their other arm, yeah. Perry Saturn, underrated, by the way. Oh, yeah. Underrated dude, and I hope he's okay, because he goes through those times where, like, no one hears from him for, like, a really long time. Yeah. And it's a little troubling, but badass dude, too. Good pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rings of Saturn. Friggin' awesome. Well, and, like, uh, Pac used it when he was in WWE or Neville, if that's what yeah. you want to call him, and he still does. I can't remember what they... They gave it a different name when he was using it, and I was like, just call it what it is. It's yeah. fucking Rings of Saturn. Yeah, some of those, like... Like, for me... uh someone running into and doing a big splash in the corner on someone will always be a stinger splash. Yeah. Uh, and I remember there was a time in like 05, 06 where JR would call it a stinger splash. Like Shelton Benjamin used to do it. Yeah. And every time he would do it, JR would call it a stinger splash. And and people would be like, like people would ask him, they'd be like, you know, do they get mad at you and tell you not to do that? And he's like, why? That's what it's called. And I'm like, you damn right, Jr. You damn right. By the way, Jr. Whoop that cancer's ass. Hell yeah! That's dude. all we gotta say. Uh, but anyway, so okay, so so that's a, that's a solid eight. That's a solid set of eight finishing moves. Seven in the worm. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to take any of them, but I don't know. Um, you're welcome for not putting the fame asser on there because I thought about it. Really, like, I'm trying to think of ones we really missed. Like, no one said Powerbomb, no yeah. one said DDT. Yeah, no one said Pile Driver, which is a good one, but banned now, so. Yeah, no one said... Uh... Spear, yeah, Spear's one that we missed. Uh, which, I know you're a big, you're a big Willie G fan, so uh, you know uh, Choke Slam. No one said the Choke Slam, yeah. which is a solid one. Um, yeah, those missed missed some big ones, but I'm happy with what we picked. I think we picked some good ones. Yeah. But I think with that, I think our studio time's about up, buddy. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> I'm glad you could hear that because otherwise it was going to be real sad that <laughs> oh yeah we never even checked on the stream today the stream was fine I never we never even checked on that we never even you want to hear something that's really going to piss me off what's that my internet's been working perfectly since you called of course because uh, that means you know your your internet company knows that at this particular time it needs to be not working. So they know that, you know, just to spite you, they're, you know, they're going to take it down when you need it the most. Because you don't need it for, like, work from home or anything like that. Forget then. When it's really important, it's Tuesday nights at about 8.30. Yeah, 8.30-ish. Yeah, that's when 8.30-ish is when it needs to be working, and they're like, nah, nah. Flick the switch. Now we're not doing it. Fuck out of here. Yeah. What do you think this is? Uh, but again, we want to say thank you to most of our listeners. We appreciate most, most of you. Uh, if you like what you hear, give us a like, give us a share, share us with somebody that uh, you think might like to hear the show. And uh, you can, as always, Hit us up on uh, patreon.com slash podcast to support the show, or you can visit our Redbubble store. We actually had uh, a couple more uh, people buying some t-shirts, so uh, you can get your merch now. It makes great gifts. Still time to buy 
those gifts for for the holidays. There's still still time to buy them, and they'll ship in time. Uh, you can also buy uh, all of your Friends with Benefits podcast merch for the show in January, which we'll talk more about that next week. But you know, give us the uh, best thing, easiest thing you can do costs you nothing. Uh, you know, share the episode with somebody that you think might like it. Yeah, you can definitely do that. And uh, if you're going to join in the conversation online, hashtag FWB podcast. And well, bring back another one we haven't used in a bit. Hashtag I love frogs. Make yes. sure if you're going to do one, use, uh, if you're going to use the latter, include the first one too so we know it's you. Yep. Um, we appreciate you guys mostly. Um, <laughs> yeah, mostly. But, you know, join in the conversation, hashtag FWB podcast, hashtag I love frogs. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, sure. Yeah, um, sure. Why not? And uh, prize packs if you put hashtag FWB podcast on your dating profile on, we're really not going to be picky, Tinder, Grinder, yeah. Bumble, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, we are going to outlaw plenty of fish. But <laughs> yeah, that's low-hanging fruit. You can't do that. Yeah. So... That being said, my friends, keep doing what you're doing. Stay safe, stay safe, stay happy, and keep doing what you're doing. I fucked up my order there. It happens, um, man. You got poop dollar on the brain. Poop dollar. Love it. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you all next week. And in the meantime, thank you for being our friends. I'm really shocked neither neither of us said the pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> With benefits. <laughs>